Hello there, welcome uh, to the HR Observer podcast. This is Omni Suki. Joining me today is Lutz Wilken, who is the acting head of design at Master City. Lutz work um, by leading and contributing towards the realization of the sustainable development portfolio of the city. So welcome Lutz, it's great to have you here today. I want to begin with to just understand the process of creativity. So you have a project where you have to create sustainable buildings. How do you get the inspiration to actually create these kind of, to get to the design and, and you know, elaborate on building such uh, huge projects to reach the goal of sustainability? I um well it's a, it's a um a question that I could spend answering for the next hour so I'm going to try and be as concise as I possibly can. Um, uh, also, it would help me to understand better to sort of try and for you to get the most out of this interview is from, uh, you know, which perspective uh, you, you're coming from. This you, you sort of said it's about broadening people's horizon and and, and mindsets. Uh, could you just before I start answering, because as I say, I can divert this conversation into you know the aesthetics and architecture, but from what I gather, you're looking at this from the point of view of mindset. And uh, you know the people and the, the sort of the social aspect. Am I correct in that understanding? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Well, I, I think to to your point, then I mean the, the the item. I think what we got to remember is when we we build cities, what what are cities for? What is their primary function? So at Mazda, we like to look at a you know take a very pragmatic view of you know what is what is it that we're trying to do. And at the end of the day, cities are about uh, creating spaces and places for people. Um, I think which which is it's paramount. And of course, in that process, what we do is um, you know provide an environment whereby people can thrive, whereby people feel comfortable, whereby people um, are in adverted commas happy, which I think is, is is a you know speaks to your point of again uh, mindset and 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 general well being from a social perspective. So you know we look at it very much along those lines that we create spaces and places for people. And what do those places and, and spaces do? You know, for instance, if we look at um, the spaces, example, an office, its primary function is there, of course, to house people and shield it from the environment. Now, in the UAE, as you well know, we have a very uh, you know challenging environment. It gets uh, very, very hot here. So primarily we create a environment where people are comfortable, whereby we can provide um, thermal comfort to them where they can sit and, and, and produce work as at, at the same time was creating a space that um, you're happy to be in. So subconsciously and consciously you, you interact with that space and you feel comfortable and you want to spend time uh, in that space. And that also has to do with the city. It's at the end of the day, we want to create spaces and places where people want to spend time um, and where people feel comfortable. And it is you know imperative, I think, that, that we speak to that and that we design around that fundamental criteria and then of course you know from a performance point of view every new project we look to improve upon from the previous one so every project that we have we look at well what did we do right in the last one and where could we potentially improve from the last one so it's a continuous learning process and 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 that is really the sort of the i would say the the fundamentals from which we start uh you know with with a with a project 
Does that right. speak to your point? Does that, that answer your question? Yes, it does. In a way, it does. And in the other way, I would want to follow up by just understanding. So um, in that case, um, do you think that every design uh, helps people to understand more of um, the design's goal? So, for instance, if you're talking about, we're talking about sustainability, do you think your designs help people to understand more of the topic of sustainability? I, I think if we, you know, if we look at the, um, in inverted commas, uh, the the average person, uh, you know, they, uh, you you rule your life by how do you feel about a space, how do you interact with a with a space, and I think that that is a, a critical component. Um, is if you feel comfortable in space, you know, in that particular place you have an inclination to sort of want to spend time there. Uh, so it's a subconscious uh, decision of yours. So if you feel comfortable, you know, being at home because it's it's cozy and, and, and it creates an environment where you want to spend time, then you will do so. Uh, if you are not, then you will look to spend your time elsewhere. So I would say people maybe don't consciously register why they may be comfortable in a space, uh, but subconsciously they certainly do and subsequently want to spend more time there. So, you know, to your point in terms of sustainability, I mean, sustainability has various factions to it. You know, the three main pillars, of course, are from an sorry economic point of view. We always have to make sure that our developments are economically uh, sustainable. So, in other words, they create a revenue and they are profitable. Uh, otherwise, we can't scale these projects. We have to make sure that from an environmental point of view, we look about touching the earth as lightly as we can and look at um, you know in, in increasing the performance criteria of every building that we we build and then pushing the envelope on that and then more to your point and, and I think the area of your interest is the social side you know we have to make sure that we create an environment where people are happy where people want to spend time um, and it, you know where you can see a, a community building where where people uh, you know connect um, and spend time with one another so the the point communities is one of our key uh, sort of points and this is what we really fundamentally want to uh, create uh, at Mazda City right and that brings me to the part of healing in terms of communities so you think when you when you're creating like designs can actually help heal communities and can help um, inspire certain reaction and at Master City do you think um, this is what you're achieving in terms of um the end goal of making sure that people are interacting with the environment and are aware of what's happening around them i mean we you know part of our our communication and part of our our uh, you know messaging is very much about the environmental side whenever you mention mazda people uh, automatically uh, sort of see that with or associate that with you know inv environmental um, and sustainability. So, from that point of view, the, the place in its own right. Also, the the design of Mazda and the master planning and the associated buildings do have a unique language. So, it isn't, I would say, in inverted commas, business as usual. It does have a unique flavor to it, and I think people do associate that. I don't know if you've had the opportunity to actually visit Mazda and sort of see the 
uh, you know, the buildings and their proximity to one another and the social and the sort of um, the, the building fabric. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to see that. It is unique. So whenever we do do tours and, you know, ask the question, so, you know, how did you feel about that? I said, it is very unique. It has its, its own um, language uh, that that the place has, and, and people do feel very comfortable in in that space. You know, people feel a sense of what we sort of call in in design languages. You know, human scale is, is very much looked at here, so people don't feel overwhelmed and feel part of uh, the the building uh, fabric, if you like, rather than being isolated um, uh, from it. Like, for instance. You know, if you have a high-rise building and you stand next to that, you have very little affiliation with that building. Yes, it may be quite awe-inspiring, but you don't have a relationship with that building. As here, we, we try, um, um, you know, to really in, engage with the, the pedestrians that meander through the, the city, make them part of the fabric make them feel comfortable and that also has to do with the massing and the scale of our, of our buildings of what we use is very much along the lines of, of a, what we call in design terms of the human scale what kind of skills does it take from you and other architects to actually design such um buildings sorry such cities and such buildings it's a big um, question it's a very random it just hit me that I get it. There is the technical part, which is, of course, architecture. But other than that, what are the skills that you get to actually be able to be inspired to do such tasks? I think it has to do with mindset. I think we we all have to understand or we all have to come to grips of, you know, what is our sense of purpose in this world? I think people that work at Mazda want to be part of a solution. Uh, you know, they want to look at how do we solve some of our problems that we're currently facing in the world. So I think it has largely to do with 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 a mindset. And then once you have that mindset of, well, how do we go about improving the world that we're in? Um, even if it's baby steps, um, you know, how do we go about doing that? So it's it's about continuously looking to engage. It's it's about continuously communicating, um, and it's 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 about creating an environment where everybody can contribute towards uh, you know something that is fundamentally and hopefully uh, providing a, a change. Um, so I would say it's more about mindset than necessarily skill set. Because all architects that I've, I've trained have the fundamental understanding of proportion scale and massing. Um, uh, but I think it takes a certain individual with a, with a mindset to not just look at the you know, potentially creating uh, wow buildings, but creating a, a fabric that is, is, is conducive for people to spend time in. And I think that's what we really do. So from that point of view, to answer your question, I think it's, it's more about the mindset and what is my or an individual's purpose who works with, within the city and what they want to do with their lives. And, and I would say the majority of Mazdarians want to contribute towards something that, that brings about change and something that um, hopefully creates a better world. Right. Thank you. Um, I just want to end this uh, conversation by asking you a little bit. Um, how do you think, or I mean, we basically the whole interview was about that, but if I have to summarize, how do you think architecture can become human-centered and can foster further human connection? I think, again, it, it comes down to the individual. You know, each architect, to my mind, has a responsibility to, you know, create, you know, something that, that is people-centric. Um, 
unfortunately, yes, or, or fortunately, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that that it isn't right. You know, a lot of uh, design is about creating statements uh, that have a, uh, you know, very much about the, the building. Um, and that, that it's almost sculptural um, in that sense. Now, it, it may be a beautiful building, but in terms of, you know, its contribution towards society and the interaction of people, you know, one's got to ask that question. Uh, you know, what is our engagement with with this building and, and how does it contribute towards a better uh, environment that, that we live in? And, and I would say in some instances, you could look at cities where you have one high rise next to the other. And you've got to say, you know, is that really a an environment where people want to spend a lot of time, not just in the buildings, but in between the buildings? You know, how do we interact those social spaces, you know, where we where we hopefully meet people and and, and engage with, with people? Um, and that's why, you know, cities are sometimes uh, considered to be the loneliest places, although it's filled with people. It's because we don't necessarily, or we haven't thought about how do we create that human-centric and human interaction and, and build a sense of, of community. And just to follow up, in that case, is there, in that case, I would say, then people eventually, back to the social aspect, then people eventually become uninspired in their lives, right? If I'm not mistaken. Well, one one could argue that yes, I mean there are certain areas I would say in the world that uh, where you look at the building fabric and you look at the environment people live in, and, and fundamentally I would suggest that those people are you know somewhat unhappy with 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 where they are, uh, and 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 they 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 the places that they spend time in. Um, so I would say yes, a city is fundamentally, or building fabric is fundamentally important in in order to uplift people. And I think the the point I, I would like to make is that Master generally, once you've visited it and you've walked around it, you know you may not be uh, there are sort of taken aback by, it, but you certainly understand that there's a. Uh, you know that we're trying to achieve something here. You know, you, everybody that I've known who's been here has walked away with something going along the lines of, "Wow, this is it does have something about it." Now, everybody has a different view, as as we know, everybody views the world with with different lenses, and everybody takes something individually back um, from that visit. But I think everybody, to some extent, uh, is is inspired by what 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 we are doing here and what we have done. Amazing. Thank you very much, Liz, for your time. It was really a pleasure speaking with you. It's an absolute pleasure. You are always welcome.